I'm Gerilyn Darling. Today is Friday, July 29th. Here's a look at Vermont news from vtdigger.org. A man broke into the Northfield home of Labor Commissioner Michael Harrington on Tuesday night, threatening him and his family with a knife. David Young, 32, was taken to Central Vermont Medical Center following the incident Tuesday night, after Harrington overpowered him and held him until authorities arrived. Young was later released to appear in court the next day. After he returned home, Young died by suicide, Northfield Police Chief John Helfin said. In a statement, Harrington confirmed his and his family's safety and thanked the first responders on the scene. Harrington also said, We would also like to take this opportunity to emphasize the importance of readily available mental health services for those in need, especially our nation's veterans. The individual who showed up at our door Tuesday night was not the man we knew before that evening. Any other day of the week, he was a kind and gentle soul, and only now, after all of this, have we learned that he was a combat veteran experiencing a mental health crisis. Three progressive city councilors in Burlington are urging state lawmakers to pass charter changes that would allow the city to remove guns from individuals suspected of domestic violence, prohibit guns at establishments with liquor licenses, and require that firearms be locked and safely stored. The charter changes, approved by Burlington residents by a 2 to 1 ratio in 2014, have languished in the legislature, which, along with the governor, must sign off on them before they're enacted. The councilors released a call to action on Tuesday, one day after the fatal shooting of Kayla Noonan, a 22-year-old University of Vermont student. Police said Mikhail Dixon, a 27-year-old who previously attended UVM, killed Noonan at a North Winooski Avenue apartment and gravely injured another person before fatally shooting himself. Earlier this month, 21-year-old Hussein Mubarak was shot and killed in the same neighborhood. According to police, there have been 18 incidents involving gunfire in Burlington since the start of the year. U.S. Senator Patrick Leahy is not just backing Lieutenant Governor Molly Gray's Democratic bid for the U.S. House with financial and institutional resources, but he has already cast his own ballot for her. Like many Vermonters, I voted early, Leahy said in a written statement. While I think highly of both of the leading candidates, I voted for Molly Gray because I believe her experience is well-suited to the job. Earlier this week, Leahy's Green Mountain Political Action Committee sent $5,000 Gray's way, according to a new filing with the Federal Election Commission. Meanwhile, Gray's top primary opponent, State Senate President Becca Ballant, won the endorsement of Vermont's other U.S. Senator, Bernie Sanders, earlier this month. Vermont spent more than $455 million on homelessness initiatives in the last six years, state researchers have calculated. And annual spending tripled from fiscal year 2020 to 2021, largely because of the COVID pandemic. Spending remained nearly as high in fiscal year 2022 as it was the year prior. Nevertheless, more people are known to be experiencing homelessness in Vermont now than during any other year since the Office of State Auditor Doug Hoffer started tracking the numbers in 2014. While everyone wants to end homelessness, Hoffer found that it's unclear whether Vermont has a coordinated vision for what ending homelessness should look like and how to achieve that goal. Without establishing measurable goals, Vermont could easily continue on the current path without knowing whether the combined efforts described in this report have reduced the number of homeless Vermonters at any moment in time, Hoffer wrote in his annual report. You can find all these stories and more at vtdigger.org.